I'm Bill Hemmer. I'm Dana Perino. I'm Chris Wallace, and this is the Fox News Rundown. Thursday, July 15th, 2021. I'm Trey Ingst. More than 70 people are dead after violence erupted in South Africa. There is a total and utter lack of respect for authority now, that there is a total breakdown of law and order. To the extent in some areas they will walk into a shop and just take whatever they want. This is the Fox News Rundown, Evening Edition. Over the past week, South Africa has seen extensive violence, looting, and clashes. This following the jailing of former President Jacob Zuma. With troops in the streets and an uncertain future, the international community looks on. It's really been bizarre. I've never known anything like it. For more on this story, this is Fox News reporter Paul Tilsley. He joins us today from Johannesburg. I came here for the release of Nelson Mandela, and after he was released, There was quite a lot of unhappiness by opposition parties against him, and there was quite a lot of killing, as you might know, and there was quite a lot of unrest, but nothing on this scale. Uh, I want to give you a mind picture, if I can. Uh, There was a helicopter that went up over the third largest city uh, of South Africa called Durban two days ago, and it flew for 40 minutes. And from the perspective of the passenger, every single shop, every single shopping mall, every single warehouse for the entire 40 minutes was totally destroyed. Some of them bizarrely set on fire. Uh, I'll come back to that point with you, if I may, later. Why were they set on fire? But... um, Literally tens of thousands of people helping themselves to big screen televisions, fridges, food, uh, basically because they can, because they were they were totally outnumbering the police. Um, now the army have been called out. There are some 30,000 on the streets of South Africa, but it is a, a very tense place at the moment, Trey. Some of the images that we've seen out of South Africa in cities across the country are apocalyptic, to say the least. And you describe this scene of stores looted for miles and miles. This started as a group of of people who support the former president, Jacob Zuma, correct? And and now it has evolved into this incident and, and situation well beyond the early political implications of what happened. Indeed, it has. Uh, Basically, Jacob Zuma has been uh, accused of corruption, money laundering, racketeering, you name it, uh, well over, I think it's 100 charges uh, for some 10 or 11 years now, and the entire time also when he was president. Um, And he chose not to come to a legal commission, almost like a hearing on the Hill, um, that you would have in the States. He, he chose to, to go there for a couple of hours. And when the questioning started to be tough about whether he was corrupt or not, because that's what the commission was about, he walked out. And then he refused over several months to go to the commission. So therefore, the uh, court really uh, 
uh, thought about what they could do, and the only thing they could do was to give him a relatively short prison sentence. So he's in prison now, serving 15 months, of which he'll probably serve about four months. And uh, it started trade with a relatively small number of his supporters, probably less than 100, who managed to somehow block the main highway between that big city, Durban, and Johannesburg. Now, Durban is a port, so that's an essential supply route for any food or anything coming in from overseas. They managed to block it and set fire to uh, 20 trucks that first night. Um, And for some reason, uh, as you can hear, you know, looting a truck and burning a truck, it's got nothing to do with looting shops. But suddenly uh, it was like a trigger for people, particularly in Durban and in the poorer areas of Johannesburg, to rise up and just start running at the malls and emptying the malls of everything. There are thousands of troops in the streets of South Africa right now trying to maintain order. What are officials anticipating in the coming days? Is there a sense that this will continue to unravel into a further state of unrest? Uh, It's certainly an uneasy situation at the moment, Trey. It's true to say. Uh, Yes, there's close on 30,000 troops in the the streets right now. And not surprisingly, with 30,000 guys with large, you know, semi-automatic weapons, uh, people are not doing much looting. Um, It slowly trickled to a stop overnight. It was even still going on yesterday, I think the sixth day. Um, But those troops are really just uh, symbols of strength. Um, I believe that they do not have any real rules of engagement. They are there to support the police. Now, obviously, because they are, are an armed soldier, uh, soldiers. They, the public does respect them and uh, isn't doing much. So what the government is saying, Trey, is that they will uh, analyse whether putting this number of troops on the streets is sufficient. If it's not sufficient, then they will decide whether they should go to the state of emergency. A state of emergency would mean, I would imagine, that the troops would take direct action against any looters. You've been listening to Fox News reporter Paul Tilsley in Johannesburg, South Africa. We'll be right back. So often when we talk about this level of unrest and violence, there are underlying causes and systematic issues that would have to be changed in order to change the minds of those who are out committing these acts of violence. In South Africa, what are those issues that affect the average civilian and and the people that we've seen in the streets, those committing looting and and rioting, and, and even those who aren't directly involved but still want to see change in the country? I think the overlying, underlying, overlying cause of it all is poverty. Um, the the government here uh, came into power 27 years ago with Nelson Mandela, the first democratic government, promising that there would be jobs for all and promising economic prosperity. But they failed to deliver on that. And there is immense corruption. And people are fed up of seeing the rich politicians become even richer uh, and with such terrible corruption. So a lot of the people are really fed up. Uh, However, having said that, 
There are many countries in the world which have a majority a poor population, which goes back to uh, the, the main point I feel is that there is a total and utter lack of respect for authority now, that there is a total breakdown of law and order to the extent in some areas that, as I said, they will walk into a shop and just take whatever they want. And they will all, they will always come in numbers. So, you know, minimum kind of number uh, robbing a shop would be 40 people. But often when it comes to a mall, you're talking five, 10,000 people descending on the mall and just saying, give me what you got. Um, and it's because they can get away with it that they're doing it, which is a, a very disturbing factor because one wonders, even if they go to a state of emergency, once one day they decide to remove the troops, what happens? Does it all happen again? That's exactly what I was going to ask you as our last question here. Where does this all head from here? What do the coming days and weeks look like for South Africa and for Johannesburg and for the people who are feeling uneasy about living amid this state of unrest? I think it is a, it's, it's a very good question, Trey, and it is one that is worrying me personally. We sit in our house in Johannesburg. Uh, I've been out trying to get uh, gas for my car. Can't do it um, because the, the petrol truck drivers are too scared to drive along. Uh, I try to get bread. The bakeries are closed. Um, so there will be a long-term effect. Already, some of the vaccination centers against COVID-19, those have had to close because the nurses are too scared to try and get to work. Um, the COVID rate seems to be jumping, uh, possibly because the rioters have not really practiced social distancing. Um, it, it's a very worrying situation. We can just hope and pray uh, that people will come to their senses and uh, that the police will toughen up. There is some talk. The police minister has said that he will uh, lead his people into the homes of the looters. And uh, this, I don't know whether he's got the right legal right to say this, but he says, if you haven't got a proof of purchase for that uh, TV, he will take it back. And so the looters may well end up, some of them getting arrested and imprisoned. And if they see that uh, the long arm of the law is effective, maybe that'll stop it, Trey. Fox News freelance journalist Paul Tilsley joining us today from Johannesburg, South Africa. Thank you very much for your time. Thank you. You've been listening to the Fox News Rundown. Rundown. Stay up to date by subscribing to this podcast at foxnewspodcasts.com. And for up-to-the-minute news, go to foxnews.com. From the Fox News Podcasts Network, in these ever-changing times, you can rely on Fox News for hourly updates for the very latest news and information on your time. Listen and download now at foxnewspodcast.com or wherever you get your favorite podcasts.